Is there value to be had in the Carolina Panthers offense this season? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome into the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk. You could follow me at Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I am joined by my co-host, Marcus Mosier. You could follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. We are continuing on in our preview of every single team in the NFL today, wrapping up the NFC South, which um, we've had some interesting discussions, Marcus. I think uh, we both realized how in on the New Orleans Saints we were. Uh, just to summarize, um, we've we've got a lot of interesting teams, Marcus. But mm-hmm. today we're going to wrap up the division, talking about the dynasty buys and sells for the Carolina Panthers. And let's just say I I'm not. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> like Do you have more sells on to... this team than more sells on this team than buys. Marcus, it's really hard to sell anybody when they don't have any value. It's like dividing zero mm. by zero. That's what that's what the Carolina Panthers feel like dividing zero by zero to me. And I disagree. That work. I I disagree. So this is going to be a fun show. I think there's some guys that you should trade away and get some big fortunes for. So we'll get into that. Uh, let's start with our buys. Okay. Do you have any buys for this team? I will uh, actually buy DJ Moore. Yep, that is the one player yep. that I I really think that we just kind of undervalue on a perennial basis every single year. DJ Moore, he sits at wide receiver 13 in the latest batch of Dynasty ADP. He's 25 years old, as consistent as it gets. I mean, there are hey, three wide last year. Did you see his total, his yards from scrimmage the last couple of years? 2019, 12, 15. <laughs> 2020, 12, 15. 2021 was a down year. 1205. I mean, it, it, he has scored four touchdowns <laughs> in every one of those seasons. He, he is as consistent as it gets. He is as consistent as it gets. And, you know, I think a lot of, uh, you know, sometimes the hesitation with DJ Moore comes down to the touchdown totals. He's, again, been remarkably, uh, remarkably consistent in terms of his uh, receiving touchdowns, four touchdowns in each of the last three seasons. Yep. Which is concerning, but Marcus, it like the Panthers are so bad. They're not scoring a ton of touchdowns uh, between uh, 2019 to 2021. Every single season, they have fallen further in the ranks of points scored among NFL teams in, in 2021. They were the 29th team ranked in terms of points scored. Like, I mean, the good thing is for the Panthers, it can't get much worse, right? Like, yes. And and that's why you should be buying DJ Moore because eventually they're going to get average quarterback play. At least you would think, right? I mean, the the quarterbacks at Sam Darnold, or sorry, the quarterback at DJ Moore has caught passes from the last couple of years include Sam Darnold, PJ Walker, Cam Newton last year, right? Cam Newton started, what, four or five games for them. Uh, I was all about Cam Newton last year. Don't yeah, tell. I know. Don't tell anybody. Eventually, you would think that they're going to find somebody, and 
in the meantime, we know what DJ Moore is. He's a wide receiver too. Every single week, if he can get better quarterback play and become a little bit more efficient, he can be a wide receiver one. You've already got three years of really good production. He's only 25 years old. I'm buying him, Kate. Why not? I I think there's not a ton of risk here. Like we've seen, you've already seen, yeah, you've already seen the floor, um, which is pretty darn safe. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, I think the really interesting thing here is the fact that, I mean, again, just coming down to consistency, Marcus, it's, it's absolutely incredible to look at what he did. So like, there are not many players who have had three straight seasons of uh, at least 1200 scrimmage yards. And guess what? They're all running backs except for DJ Moore. Yep. yep. Like absolutely. Uh, crazy, insane Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, and Ezekiel Elliott. And those are, that's the end of the list. Right. Like, and then it's DJ Moore, which like super surprising stat in general. Um, there's only three players with at least 1,100 receiving yards in three straight seasons with an active streak right now. That's Stefan Diggs and Travis Kelsey. And again, slate DJ Moore in with that elite company. Like, mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive. And again, you have to believe that as the the scoring potential for this offense goes up, you have to think that DJ Moore is going to benefit that in terms of his scoring, even in terms of target share. Like, yep. it had over 160 targets last season. When? Uh, yep. Even it, like he hasn't had a season with fewer than 118 targets in any of the last three years. Like there's, I, I can't think of any reason not to buy into DJ Moore, especially at that price of wide receiver 13. Cause it feels like he's still got plenty in the tank. Obviously he's 25 years old. The floor is super safe. What am I missing? I don't think you're missing anything. He's also, he signed a long-term contract last off season. So he's tied to the team. I mean, essentially there's absolutely no way they can get out of it uh, until after the 2024 season. He's just about as safe as he gets three straight years of finishing inside the top 20. And you're probably wondering why, you know, if he's, if he's only finishing at wide receiver 18 or wide receiver 16, why is he being ranked inside the top 12 receivers in dynasty? Because there is still value in safety, right? Like, yes, there might be some guys that splash and finish ahead of him. But I think year in and year out, you know that you're getting one of the top 16 receivers in fantasy football. And that's really valuable. And I think there's an, uh, you know, we we haven't seen the ceiling yet. Once there's a good quarterback there. That's what I that's what I think is the difference is that you don't know what the ceiling is. Um, You know, the floor, the floor is, you know, the wide receiver, too. Yep. I I'm uh, I'm I'm in. Yeah, that's that's an easy one for me. Uh, all right, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's uh, Major League Baseball season. We've got golf going on right now. We've got a big UFC fight this weekend. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. All right, let's talk Dynasty Cells. And there's a big blinking light here, Kate, that we should, we almost have to discuss. But 
I will allow you to go first. Who is your dynasty self for the Panthers? Um, I actually think that your dynasty cell is my dynasty hold. Is it okay. Christian McCaffrey? It is. Yes. Okay. And I, uh, I'm going to give you the floor here. Cause obviously our, as we noted, the, the standard, uh, segment order here is yep. buy, sell, hold. So I think you should start us off for why you should, uh, sell Christian McCaffrey. And I'll tell you why you need to hold him. Okay. Hold so we close. just got done talking this Lovingly. week. Yeah, we got done talking this week about, you know, worrying about Alvin Kamara and his age and, you know, maybe the, the drop off coming. And we're worried about Leonard Fournette and his age in the drop off coming. Kate, those guys were drafted in the same draft as Christian McCaffrey, 2017. Christian McCaffrey has a million touches on his body, and we're already seeing the effects of that. Over the last two years, he's played 10 games 10 total games the yards per carry has already started to bottom out you know early in his career you know 50 during the 2018 season 4.8 in 2019 last two years just at 4.2 you're seeing them maybe talk about using him a little bit less as a receiver using him in the the goal line situations a little bit less we've already seen the bottom start to come out but it hasn't been super reflected in the rankings like he's dropped from RB1 to RB3. If he has another season this year, Kate, where he plays seven games and just doesn't look like the Christian McCaffrey, where the Christian McCaffrey we're used to seeing, where is he going to be ranked at this time next year? Because it's not going to be at three. It might be 23 because that would be three straight years of disappointing season. You could trade him right now straight up for Najee Harris. You can trade him straight up for Austin Eckler. You can get Brees Hall plus with Christian McCaffrey. I, I just really worry that we can be two or three games into the 2022 season and you see McCaffrey's value drop like a rock. Uh, drop it like a rock, drop it like a rock. <laughs> uh, I, so I, I completely understand the argument and a lot of those same principles that I discussed with Alvin Kamara stand for Christian McCaffrey. But the reason Christian McCaffrey is a hold for me, as opposed to a sell I mean, even looking at touches from scrimmage, right? Like Christian McCaffrey currently ranks uh, eighth in touches from scrimmage since the 2017 season when he was drafted. Um, that's that's less than Alvin Kamara, which it's less than Leonard Fournette somehow. Crazy. Um, but what I'm really kind of interested in is the fact that, yes, though he ranks eighth in scrimmage touches, he actually ranks 14th in rush attempts over mm -hmm. that period of time behind uh, fewer rushing attempts, Marcus, than Carlos Hyde, Mark Ingram, Adrian Peterson in that same span. Which, but isn't it a concern that he's he's already breaking down? I, I don't look at Christian McCaffrey as an injury prone player. I think, uh, you know, if, if you follow a lot of like fantastic uh sports physical therapists on Twitter uh, who delve into the injury space, uh, Matthew Betts with the fantasy footballers. If you follow them, you will see that they are so cautious about putting out that term injury prone. And it feels like to me, um, like when I say injury prone, I'm thinking like a chronic knee issue, like uh, a long-term knee issue, like uh, let's say Todd Gurley had like, sure. 
degenerative knee, uh, degenerative knee disease. Like Christian McCaffrey's had some bad luck with injuries, but I don't necessarily think um, it's it's predictive of future injuries. Christian McCaffrey, I do like. I, I think the difference for me, yes, like the the draft year is the same. They have a similar number of touches from scrimmage in that time, but. I also think Marcus, like it, when it comes down to immediate value, like I said, the concern with Alvin Kamara is that, you know, yes, he's, he's starting to uh, rack up those touches, but the question mark is, is he going to at least provide me some value this season? And we don't really know with Alvin Kamara because of that pending suspension. We don't have that same question with Christian McCaffrey. I think with these situations, you have to be, uh, presuming that they're going to play a full 16 games or four, full 17 games now, um, unless there's some kind of chronic issue that you need to be aware of. And there is none for Christian McCaffrey that we're aware of. Um, I, that's why I'm holding. I think the immediate return on value is going to be substantial. They are financially invested in Christian McCaffrey. They're not going to uh, bench him for Chuba Hubbard at any point. Like I, I, he's still their star. And, you know, if anything, if you're looking to limit, uh, you know, some of that wear and tear on your franchise running back, what you're going to do is get him more involved as a receiver uh, and elongate his career in that way. Bodes well for fantasy. Like I'm not, I'm just not out on Christian McCaffrey. I don't really see the point in, uh, in dipping for him just yet. It's just for me that I, I, I know that if we have one of these seasons where he plays eight games and he's just kind of on and off the injury report, and even if he's productive, you're going to see his value drop in the same way that Ezekiel Elliott's did last year, right? Ezekiel, same age, going into that age 26 season, really productive. He went from like RB6, RB7 to RB21, like that quickly. And he's had a better offense. Ezekiel Elliott's had a better offense with a better offensive line. And that's how fast it happened. And he doesn't have anywhere near the injury history that Christian McCaffrey has. So if I can flip Christian McCaffrey for a running back three years younger, like Najee Harris, who I think is going to get just the same amount of workload, I'm doing that. Or if I can trade him for Austin Eckler or Dalvin Cook and something else, that's what's more appealing to me, Kate. See, I I, like... Dalvin Cook for me carries, uh, you know, similar concerns, and I think he has a better backup running back behind him to share touches with. So, like, but you Dalvin might be able to Cook, get Dalvin Cook plus something else, and that's where I would do it. And that uh, that valuation doesn't make sense for me. It just this is more of an aside for like the community here, but I do think that like. All of those same sentiments that you have about Christian McCaffrey and those concerns, it doesn't seem to be necessarily reflected in the ADP, which is wild. But I feel like uh, as somebody just observing the the general uh, commentary around Christian McCaffrey, it feels like people have that same question mark uh, mm-hmm. for Christian McCaffrey in terms of longevity, in terms of uh, injury status. So like, I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't be able to get that kind of return on Christian McCaffrey, but I don't know. The ADP, I guess, says says different. It it might be dependent on 
your league mates in your league, but I would at least explore it. Like I would go to the Dalvin Cook owner and be like, hey, what can you give me along with Dalvin Cook to get Christian McCaffrey? I would go to the Austin Eckler owner and see what you could do because it, that's the way it's at least reflected in the rankings. So, um, all right, let's get to your dynasty sell because I, I kind of stole this. Go ahead and get to your, tell us uh, your, your biggest sell for the Panthers. I don't really have one, Marcus. Okay. I, so I came up with two holds um, okay. just cause I like, I, again, I come back and I wonder um, like I, I gave my reasoning for holding Christian McCaffrey. Like, yes, you can still get value for him, but um, I'm buying DJ more. But outside of these assets, there's not really a ton of uh, of trade value there. And like, there's lots of question marks, like a, a guy like um, Terrace Marshall Jr., who mm -hmm. everybody loved coming out of the draft, like, that's that's all good and well, but like nobody wants Terrace Marshall right now. So uh, again, I'm just gonna hold him, uh, see what happens uh, as he continues to develop in his career. Like uh, Chuba Hubbard, um, you know, I'm I'm just gonna hold him. I'm not actively trying to acquire him. Although I would be curious, are you trying to actively acquire Chuba Hubbard? If no. you think that this is no, okay. Uh, like yeah. I, I don't know marcus just give me I, I got a guy that we should talk about okay i feel a little bit obligated to talk about him but tommy tremble who i've brought up a couple different times in this podcast matt rule has spoken glowingly about him this offseason uh he said the sky just a couple days ago the sky is the limit i believe for tommy tommy's a young guy he's still an anxious guy and i think the the more and more confident he gets the better player that we're going to see just want to remind people that last year Despite really being like a fullback at Notre Dame, he actually saw more targets than Ian Thomas, who the Panthers actually brought back on a deal this offseason to basically be the full-time blocker. And the reports out of Carolina is that Tommy Tremble has been the number one receiver or the number one tight end running most of the routes in practice. And it's been Ian Thomas has been doing a lot of the H-back, fullback stuff. Just wanted to remind people that Tommy Tremble is a supremely good athlete. He's so dynamic after the catch. And we saw the Panthers use a third-round draft pick on him, which is important for, for Dynasty. We saw him be more involved as a receiver last year. He's got a lot of athleticism after the catch. And, Kate, the best part, he's free. He's not even being ranked inside the top 40 tight ends right now in Dynasty Leagues. So if you can get Tommy Tremble in your free agency or trade for him on somebody's bench, you know, really, really deep, why not? This guy, this could be a starting tight end with some some upside here. So is this a uh, a sell Ian Thomas or is this a buy Tommy Tremble? Because it oh, it's both. It's the both. lines Ian are Thomas blurred no for me. Yeah, okay. Ian Thomas has no real value in Dynasty League, so you can move on. It's just. Tommy Tremble is a 22-year-old tight end with loads of athleticism on an offense that doesn't have very good quarterback play. That usually means lots of tight end targets. So go buy Tommy Tremble. And Tommy Tremble was my uh, another one of my holds. Uh, but uh, honestly, for all of the reasons you mentioned and the very low risk considering the lack of capital you need to spend up uh, to acquire him, why not buy? Why not? And that's that's the point. If you are in a tight end premium league or a t league where you have to start two tight ends or the best ball league, 
go out and get him. It doesn't cost you anything. And would it be shocking, Kate, at the end of the year if he caught, let's say, 50 passes for 500 yards and four touchdowns and gave you three or four startable weeks? No, I don't think that's impossible at all. So, so and go that out might and be get a him. quarter of the team's passing yards next season. So, I mean, it's be real you're important. probably not wrong. That's that's <laughs> kind of, probably not wrong. Uh, Poor Panthers right. fans. I know. It, hey, listen, it might get better. I mean, it, it definitely won't, but it might. Uh, <laughs> that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for making Lockdown Dynasty your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Lockdown NFL Podcast, where our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league. Because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. You can follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Dynasty. I want to let you guys know, Matt and Ryan will be back next week, next Tuesday and Wednesday. Kate and you and I will be back later in the week. So if you guys miss them, and we know that you have, they will be back next week. Follow Kate at FF Ball Blast. I am at Marcus underscore Mosher. Enjoy your holiday weekend, everybody. And we'll see you guys right back here on Tuesday. Bye, y'all.